for joining us for another lesson taught by Dr. Jeffrey Harris, Senior Pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here is the message. Thank you so much for coming today, taking out of your busy schedule. We count it an honor and a privilege for you to be here today. I will make you this promise not based on me, but based on the word of God. I said, when you hear the word of God, your life will never be the same again. Find Matthew chapter 7 for me. Today, I'm going to start in this series talking about, well, you know, our theme is advancing in the kingdom of God. But I'm talking about staying focused on our kingdom assignment during a crisis. And the subtitle is how to strive, how to thrive and strive in the midst of a crisis. How do we continue the same momentum, the same tenacity? How do we keep that same fire during the time of a crisis as we do when there's no crisis? Amen. We have to understand, stay focused. Somebody says, stay focused on my kingdom assignment. Say it again. Stay focused on my kingdom assignment. Now, a kingdom person is not defeated. Even though they are going through a crisis, you're still a champion. I said it again. You're still who God say you are regardless of what you're going through. And you cannot focus on the conditions of life. You have to focus on your position in Christ Jesus. See, I am blessed regardless where I got a dime in my pocket. Because the Bible said in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, it said, Blessed be the God our Father, Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us past tense with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. So when a person says they're blessed and you look at what they don't have or what they do have materially, you say, well, that person ain't blessed. They, they, they speak in truth, but they're speaking it in a realm that you can't see. But if I stick with the spiritual long enough, you're going to see it manifest on the outside. Amen, somebody. Come on, you're going to see the natural blessing and the material blessing come to pass. I just got to stick with the word. Amen. Now, crisis is going to come to everybody, no matter who you are. It, it, it's when a crisis comes, you cannot allow the crisis to turn you from your kingdom assignment. Even though during the pandemic, you still got to be a witness for the Lord. You still have to be in the word of God. You still have to worship God. Are you listening to me? See, a crisis comes, but you can't let it change your assignment. I still got to do what I do. Are you listening to me? I'm still a kingdom person, whether the pandemic come or not. I got to continue my assignment. People allow condition to pull them out of their assignment. And they back up from what God told them to do. Amen. They ask me, you going to Tarbur now? Yeah, because that's my assignment. That's my assignment. Are you listening to me? Conditions don't change my position in Christ. You're still who you are regardless of what you're going through. 
And I don't focus what I'm going through. I focus on where God taking me to. And I don't know about you. Every time a crisis is coming, God is taking me to victory. I don't know about you. He's taking me to victory every time. Amen, somebody. I just got to follow him. Stick with him. Amen. Don't throw in the towel. Don't you quit. Don't you back up. Are you listening to me? Now watch this now. Matthew chapter 7. Look at verse 24. It says this. Therefore, whosoever hears these saying of mine and does them and does them. I want you to underline does them because we got a lot of hearers but got very few doers. I'll say that again. We got a lot of heroes, but we got few doers. Amen, somebody. Narrow is the way, and few find it and go into it. Broad is the way, and many go into it. So you got a lot of heroes, but you don't have a lot of doers. I'm not just going to hear the word during a crisis. I'm going to do the word during a crisis. Are you listening to me? Now watch this now. Uh, Verse number 24 again. Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to be a what kind of man? A wise man who built his house or his relationship or his business. Come on, somebody. Or his family or his life on the rock and the rain descended and the flood came. Look at the crisis. And the wind blew. Look at the crisis. And beat on that house. Come on now. And it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. Verse number 26. But whosoever hears these saying of mine and does not do them and does not do them. Listen to me good. You got one who heard and did. And so when the crisis of life came, they won't shake it. Although they took some, 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 some hits. Come on now. But they stood the test of time. Why? Because their life was founded on the rock. Are you listening to me? In other words, what kept them from falling? They did the word, not just heard the word. See, it's something about being a doer that transformed your life. Amen, somebody. It's something about obeying God that triggers something to happen. When I obey him under pressure, under difficult moments, with look like when things are not going well. I'm still true to the word. I still hold my integrity and my character in place. Come on. I don't cut corners. Come on, somebody. It's something about when we obey the word of God in difficult moments. Things change for us. Amen. He said it didn't fall in the verse 26. It said, but everyone who hears these saying of mine and does not do them will like him a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the flood came, the wind blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and it fought, and great was its fall. In other words, the same crisis come to the same people. Come on. The pandemic happened, I mean, in the earth, and listen, some folks quit ministry. 
They quit even witnessing the people. Come on, the only thing you had to do if you couldn't do face-to-face, let's go FaceTime. Somebody said FaceTime somebody. Come on, say FaceTime somebody. You still can witness? Come on now. So text somebody. Amen, you kept the ministry going. Text somebody, encourage somebody. Come on, somebody. Amen, somebody. They said, this is a bad day. No, then you come back with the word. No, this is a day that the Lord has made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. I don't care what day it is. It's the day he has made. I make up, I make up in my mind to rejoice and be glad in it. See, listen, the same day come to both of us. You got a chance to be depressed. I got a chance to, to, to be happy. I got a choice to make. I'm just going to do like Paul. I think myself happy. <laughs> it don't matter you. You may be depressed. I think myself happy. Well, ain't nobody around to encourage me. Well, pick up the word and encourage yourself. Come on. You cannot lose focus on your kingdom assignment because of a crisis. The doer will stand even in the midst of the crisis. Are you listening to me? Huh. Go in your Bibles over to the book of uh, 1 Kings 17. 1 Kings 17. Crisis come to all of us. You cannot, you cannot allow conditions to change your worship, change your witness, change your getting to the word of God. Come on, somebody. It was the plot of the enemy to take the church down. It was a plot of the enemy. Because the enemy knows most folks don't pick the Bible up except on Sunday. I'm preaching truth. But he knew that if they come to the house of God, where there's a word of God, they're going to get the word. Come on, somebody. Even though, listen, they might not pick the Bible up themselves, but at least they're getting the word. Come on. But he said, if I shut that down, now they're going to come back to the, they're going to run right back to me, to the enemy. Amen. That's why I tell you, you got to find the babes. You got to look out for the babes. You got to look at those who are not rooted and grounded in the word of God. Come on now. Because when the pandemic came, they left. They didn't only leave the church. They left God. Now, God didn't leave him because he said, I leave them because he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But you can leave him. Amen. I want to tell you, as a kingdom person, you're not defeated. I don't care what you go through in life. Don't never think defeat. Always thank victory. Never take on the victim mentality. No, I'm a I'm victorious. I'm victory. I have victory. I take on the victor mentality, not the victim. Condition I have have you all. You be all weighed down because of conditions. Don't never focus on the conditions of life. Focus on my position in Christ Jesus. On my conditions. 
Never focus on my position in Christ. Don't focus on the sick. Focus on the healed. Don't focus on the disease. Focus on I'm healed. Focus, don't focus on, come on, somebody. Poverty. Focus on prosperity. Don't never focus on the condition. Look, look, look at the position. I can't be moved from my, see, I got a permanent position in Christ. A permanent position that cannot be moved. But condition is like season in life. Seasons come and go. But my position remains the same. I'm telling you, that's enough to shout about. See, men don't fail. Remember that they lose focus. Nobody fail, but we lose focus. Amen. Folk clarity is so important. Because if I can see clear, I can accelerate. But when things are foggy, you, you get off in the gas pedal. Come on, somebody. You ride 995, running about 75. I ain't going to say 95, because some of y'all be running 95. Okay, y'all. Let's do 75, 80. Then we'll say we're keeping up with the traffic, 95. Okay. All right, all right. But anyway, when you hit far, what do you do? You slow down because your vision is blurred. Just how it is in life. Are you listening to me? I can't focus on the conditions. It's going to slow me down. I stay focused on my position, which is a permanent position in Christ. Therefore, I accelerate. I keep moving forward. Are you listening to me? Look at 1 Kings for a minute. Stay focused on my point number one. Let's say point number one. Point number one, I must stay focused on my position in Christ Jesus and not the conditions of life. That's the first point I want you to get. Are you listening to me? Now watch this now. Look at uh, 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse number one. It said, Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel lived before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook of Sherath, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook. And I have commanded a raven to feed you there. So he went and did. He went and did according to the word of the Lord. So when he went and stayed by the brook of Sherath, which flows into the Jordan, the raven brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from that brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise and go to Zarephath, which belong to Zion. Now watch this now. Look at the conditions. But he, every time the Lord told him to do something, he did. He did. Watch this. The doers of the word are going to be blessed. See, it doesn't matter his condition. He still did 
what the Lord told him to do. His condition changed, but his position in Christ never changed. I know he won't in Christ. I'm just paraphrasing now. Come on, I know Christ hasn't risen to him. I know my theology. But I'm making an, an analogy here saying that you and I, our position never changes. The conditions of life change. See, he could not focus on the conditions of life because the brook dried up. But watch this. Then God said, and he did. So it doesn't matter of the conditions of life. Whatever God say, you got to do. You can't stop tithing and giving because of your conditions. You can't stop obeying the word of God because of a condition. See, you got to understand, the condition of life do not alter the word of God. See, it doesn't what listen, it doesn't make any difference what happened in my life. Ask my wife, I'm always gonna go with the word. See, it don't matter if no nobody else go, brother, sister, mom, dad, don't matter. I have to go. See, everybody said go with the word. Say go with the word. Say go with the word. You gotta go with the word. Amen, somebody. You have to go with the word. And the Bible said, and God said, and he did. So he went with the word of the Lord. His condition was not favorable. But he went with the word of God. Are you listening to me? And doesn't matter what happened in my, with my condition, my position stays the same. Turn to uh, uh, Genesis chapter 26. Now, this is just some examples. The first point, stay focused on my position in Christ Jesus and not my conditions in life. Because Christ is going to come to all of us. i never forget, I've been tithing and giving since 1990. I ain't changed. You can't change me too late now to try to talk about it. It's too late. All this other new theology folk come in. It's too, listen, pastor gone. I, I too late now, pastor. I've been doing too long, man. You can't talk about it now. You know, you might could have got me back in 901, but now, after this and all, all the new revelation, you'll keep bringing all you want, all new revelation, all, the, all you want to. I'm gone. I'm done. I mean, I'm all in. I'm all in now. It's too late now. Amen. Matter of fact, let me do a little advertisement since I'm on the road. Go back and look at my, the Wednesday night's teaching for the last, I think, five series. I talked about tithing and giving offering. I talked about sowing the tithes and offering as a kingdom principle. See, when you when you change people, when you say things, when you say sowing, people are looking for a harvest. But if you're saying give, they're not looking for a return. Really, they think something's leaving their lives. So, so the Holy Spirit said, now teach on the principle, not law, not dispensation, because dispensation does not outweigh principle. So I teach principles. So it said, teach the principle of sowing the tithes and offering into the kingdom of God. So the conditions of life didn't change uh, our tithing and giving. Are you listening to me? 
Now, that's, that's in 1991. I remember when the first time uh, when we started tithing. I remember when Pastor Gwen started tithing before I did. I was sitting on the second row right there. The second row. And she pulled out a wall. I said, you ain't giving all that, not, not all that right there. See, I didn't, I didn't understand. Y'all got come on now, come on now. I, I didn't understand, I didn't understand the principle back then. See, I don't understand. See, so y'all probably, y'all probably straight up tired. Y'all ain't never. Uh, see, it came to my mind. See, because my, it wasn't so much about the money. Watch this. I hadn't developed my trust in something I couldn't see. In somebody I couldn't see. See, I didn't see that money, right? I saw that money. I saw that. I saw that get ready to leave. See, see, so, so she put out, she, she said, no, honey, I, I got to get this. I said, okay, 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 okay. And, and I saw it at consistency. And that's been since 1991. And we ain't missed the time. Why? The condition of life never changed my position in Christ Jesus. I am who I am based on the word of God, not based on my conditions in life. Amen. See, a lot of us allow conditions of life to change our obedience to the word of God. God is not going to alter the word because you're in a certain condition. God just going to change call you. Now, because you got to be or do, God going to say, okay, she got to be or do. I, I, it don't go for her. She, we're going to put her on the side. I feel sorry for her. God don't change his word based on our conditions. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and how long? The word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word don't change. Jesus don't change. Come on. God don't change. See, seasons of life and situations, crisis come to everybody. But God looking for somebody who he can trust. He said, it does not matter what happened to my life, God. I'm going to trust you. Amen. You see, this is the revelation. Get this. Now, this is going to change your life. See, whether you live or you die, you live to the Lord and you die to the Lord. So that means I'm all in either way. Come on, somebody. Say I'm all in. Say I'm all in. Come on, say I'm all in. You better not die outside of the Lord. <laughs> you better, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now. You better not die outside of the Lord. And really, you're not going to live a Peaceful life outside of the Lord. Oh, my God. Let, let me go. Go to Genesis chapter. What's it? Genesis chapter 26. I want to. Yeah. Yeah, let's go there. Genesis 26. The conditions of life don't change your position. I want you to get this. I want you really to get this so that you don't allow the crisis to cause you to lose focus on your kingdom assignment. Whatever God told me to do, whatever I'm supposed to be doing in the kingdom, situations and circumstance, storms, come on, crisis, cannot change that. I, I, I must make up my mind today that regardless of what happened in my life, I will obey the word of God. Amen. We got chapter 26. Now watch the condition. Watch the crisis. Come to everybody. The wind beat on that house and it did not fall. Why? Because the person was a doer of the word of God. Can I submit this to you today? Now just catch this. 
hearing the word by itself does not mean your life is on the rock. Reading the word every day, listening at tapes every day, does not mean your life is built on the rock. It's when you do. I heard that word. I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard it. But see, still ain't nothing going to change until you, till we do. Notice I said we. Until we do, we have to become doers of the word of God. Amen. That's when it builds stability in our lives. Amen, somebody. Look at verse 26, chapter 26, verse 1. There was a famine in the land. A famine. You know what a famine is? A crisis. Somebody says a crisis. A crisis is a time of intense difficulties, trouble, danger, affliction, hardship, and etc. It's a time when things is, is not going right. Difficult moment, intense moment, trouble, danger, affliction, hardship. It's a famine in the land beside the first famine. And it came back to back. Sound like the pandemic. Sound like COVID and then sound like Delta. Back to back. Oh, you hear me now? Still don't change the word. Still don't change my obedience to God. Are you listening to me? Watch this. You got to stay focused. Watch this now. The first famine was in the land in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistine in Gerar. In then the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Don't go back to the world. Somebody said, don't go back to the world. Say, so I know it's rough, but don't go back to the world. See, that's when people go back to the world when in crisis, in hard time, hardship, crisis, disappointment, pain, rejection. Come on, somebody. They go back to the world. Now, going back to the world system I'm talking about, it don't matter. You know what I say? I ain't go back to the club, but you may went back here. So if I go back here, I'm going to go back physically. So everything starts here first. The thoughts. You know how sometimes when they get, when you, you know, uh, the world system, you know, special, you know, we deal with a lot of uh, anger, disappointment. Come on. Unforgiveness. He said, when I get you out of these things, don't go back to them. But during a crisis moment, a moment of difficulty, a moment of affliction, hardship, that's what comes to our mind. Come on. See, 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 it's easier for most believers, ain't it? None of us. Say this, Pastor is not talking about anybody in this building. Say it again. Nor anyone watching by Facebook Live. 
Okay, I made a disclaimer there. That's why it's easy for people to go and play the number and get tithes and offerings. See, the mind goes back to the world system. I can get this quick. I don't want to go through the process. But everything in the kingdom is a process. I don't like the process. I like the get rich quick scheme. See, instead of me coming here in the word, building my faith, and giving my offering, I'd rather run front and find a prophet that tell me if I jump up three times, I'm going to get $1,000. I ain't gave but a dollar. See, I want something quick. I want something quick. See, I, 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 I want to find the prophet. Let me find the prophet and let him prophesy to me. I don't want to get into the word for myself. I want to find the prophet. Come on now. Come on. I, I don't want to read. I don't want to pray. Obviously, I went back to the world system in my thinking. I want everything easy and quick. It's Burger King, not Burger Kingdom. It ain't quick. It ain't quick. I'm going to tell you right now. You got to put in some work and some time. And you got to have some patience. Somebody says, not Burger Kingdom. It's Burger King. <laughs> That's quick and fast. Yeah, yeah. Have <laughs> you, 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 you don't want to have it your way. I'm not in the kingdom. <laughs> you want it his way. Somebody says, his way? Oh, no way. Come on, put your hands together if it's his way. I think it's his way. In the famine, watch this now. The Lord appeared. Verse 2, I got to move. Verse 2, the Lord appeared to him and said, God speaking, in the crisis, in the time of difficult hardship, God still speaking. When things get tough and it's rough, God still speaking. You just got to hear. We just got to hear and do. He's always speaking. We're not listening and we're not obeying. Somebody said, well, I'm trying to hear from God. Listen, baby. Just read this. And he's speaking loud and clear. I don't know what to do. Well, he know what to do. I don't know where to go. He know. Amen. Boy, I'm in a bad situation. Let me call. Well, after you pick this up, then call after you talk to him. Come on, somebody. I think he know more than who you're going to call. In a crisis, he's supposed to. I think he do. I believe he do now. Are you listening to me? Matter of fact, I know he do. Now, now he said, listen, don't you go down to Egypt in the land. Live in that land, which I would tell you, dwell in this land. This land, Lord, come on now. It's a crisis here. What are you telling me to draw out here for? Easy for me to go back to where things are easy. You're telling me to continue to obey you, God. Dwell in this land. I will, watch this, I will be with you and I will bless you. I will be with you and I will bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give all these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to your father Abraham. And he did that. Verse 6. Look at verse 6. So Isaac. Isaac. So Isaac. Somebody say, so Isaac. 
what Isaac dwell in Goru, and the men of that place asked him about his wife. So he dwelled there. Look at verse 12. Now I want you to see this. Isaac, verse 12, then Isaac did what? In that land, he went against the grain. He went against worldly systems. Because you don't suppose to sow in a famine. In the crisis, if God tells you to do something, God already knows what he's going to do when you do what he tells you to do. He already knows what he's going to do. So he wants to see will we obey in difficult moments. See, anybody can obey God when things are easy. And he reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. The man became prosperous and continued to prosper until he was what? Very prosperous. For he had possession of flocks and possession of herd and great number of servants. I see here that when you obey God, even in the midst of a crisis, you stay focused on your kingdom assignment, God got your back. I said, God got your back. Now, some folks say, I got your back. Now, you know, they may mean it, but they're not perfect. Something may come up, they can't keep the word. But God would never, ever go back on his word. In the midst of the crisis, you do what he tells you to do. Amen, somebody. Number two, I must know and have a revelation that God is my source. Listen closely. I said we must get this down on the inside of us. In difficult moments, in a time like this, a time of a double famine, a time of uh, 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 COVID, a time of Delta, you must understand God is your source. He is the originator of whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to possess. He is the originator of that. Originator of that. He is the originator. He's the source. You got to get that down pat. Now, in the time of difficulties, you are trust more in resources than you do the source. You'll trust more in what you see than what you really believe. Then you got to get there. You'll trust more in what you see than what you really believe. See, what, what changed me on that point was I saw this in the Word. I saw what I see can be changed tomorrow. But what I believe is permanent. <sighs> see, what I see in the natural must submit to time and change in the earth. So I can't trust that. Because tomorrow, it could be something different. Because it must submit to time. Anything comes into the earth realm is never permanent. Therefore, I never put all my trust into anything that's in the earth. You got to hear what I'm saying because it's going to change your life. It changed my life when I saw in the word of God that what I believe was more important than what I possessed. Are you listening to me? 
So I have to understand the time of crisis and the time of hardship, difficulties, affliction, trouble, that God is my source. Now, thank God for the government. Thank God for the PPP. Thank God for the loan. Thank God for all of that. And I thank God for it, but that's resources. And there's nothing wrong with having a lot of resources. Come on, somebody. Nothing wrong with having resources. Because there are certain things that we need to do certain things in the earth. We need resources. But what we cannot do as kingdom people is to get fixed on resources as security. I'm telling you, listen to what I'm saying. Because it can change overnight. And when it changes overnight, if you're not, come on, root and grinding and God being your source, then you're going to go into oppression, depression, come on, uh, come on, suicidal thoughts. All that going to come when you don't understand that God is your source. I had to grow to that point that I understand that what I believe is more important than what I see. So it doesn't matter to me. Listen closely. I never, ever had done anything in the ministry without waiting on resources. I always move regardless of what I see. Because, see, you can't, I'm not ashamed of what God don't do for me. I know who I am in him. See, it's not about God so much God acts. It's about God's ways. I want to know your ways, God. I, don't, I ain't worried about the power so much. I, I just want to know him. See, so I know he loved me. Whether I ever accomplished anything or not. He is my source. Somebody said, where the money come out? I said, I don't know. But I don't think I know he got it. I, I, and I know, what's this? I know the Bible said, he only counted upon a thousand. He all the silver and gold is here. And I'm his son. And I ain't been acting up lately. I've been doing all right. <laughs> I said lately. <laughs> I've been acting all right lately. You know, come on now. Y'all know you, your son, you're going to come on now. And your son is entitled to certain things just because he's your son. I'm entitled to everything the father had called me son. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. I mean, son and daughter. I'm talking about this. When I say son, I'm speaking uh, oneness. Male and female. So he's, he has it. He's the source. So in tough times, I'm looking at the source. See, it doesn't matter. I can, see, I can drink all this water out of the bottle. I ain't going to flip out. Why? Because I got some more. I, it's the source. See, I know where the source is. See what I mean? I ain't going to trip out, drink half foot, then I pass, pass the wind a little bit. Then say, pass the wind, you know, save a little bit for tomorrow. You know, we may not have anymore. No, because I know the source. It's the same way in life. Things start going a little haywire. Come on, Christ is coming. God is my source. Amen, somebody. Watch this now. That free you up from being mad with people. 
They won't help me. They ain't my source. If they won't disobey God, let them disobey God. God will raise somebody else up that would obey him. Come on, somebody. Are you listening to me? It doesn't matter. You can be disobedient to God if you want to. That's all right. God will raise up somebody else. It'll free you from being mad with folks. Amen. You know, come on now, when you're in a tight moment and the folk you help, you call them. As a matter of fact, they see your number. They don't answer. They don't answer. Look, when they do see you, oh, I call you, but some of it wrong with my phone. You know ain't nothing wrong with the phone. I, I, I think my phone acting up, you know. <laughs> I was in a bad area. <laughs> now you're mad with them. Well, look, 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 look. my money tied up. <laughs> well, I want to say so bad, untied, because I need it right now. <laughs> untied, because I need it right now. Loose it and let it go. I need it. Amen. <laughs> you want to be mad with people? I'm telling you. Listen to what I'm saying. Now, I, I've been there. I've seen this happen. Man, before I learned uh, Colossians, I think it's chapter uh, 3, 3.23, it said, uh, whatever you do, do it harder unto the Lord, not unto men. From the Lord you receive your reward of inheritance. That freed me. Because years ago, I was upset with somebody. I mean, I done, I done helped them, the, the, you know, done helped them and stuff, and then now it's time for me to go to Rhema. I sold everything. God gave me a revelation. I'm your source. I mean, cold out there. Pastor Boyan had to call back and get a coat from the sister. You know, <laughs> and come and get a coat. It cold, and man, she couldn't even get. You know, we working, and, and, and Pastor Boyan, we won't make no money at all. Pastor Boyan always kept her hair nice and stuff, you know. And so the person, you know, I said, I'm like, let me, let me call him, you know. So I call, you know, I ain't get no answer. I said, okay. Call again, ain't nobody returning the call. Call again. I said, you know what? I said, when I see you back, when I get back, <laughs> when I get back to talk, you know, you already got him. I get back to talk. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm going to talk to him, you know. I'm going to say something, you know. Say something. Lord said, no, I'm your source. So I'll raise up somebody else to help you. I just need you to obey my word. Forgive those people. Now I'm helping you too. Forgive those people who you now holding something against because they didn't help you in time of need, time of trouble, time of crisis and difficulties because God is your source. You, you, people are not your source. They're resources. Help us, pastors. Uh, when people leave your church, they're your folks. They don't, they don't belong to you. They belong to God. They belong to God. If they don't listen. They don't just, if they don't obey God, you can forget it. <laughs> See, people are hard. They got to seek God for themselves. Are you listening to me? They belong to God. 
we belong to God. Amen. I want you to hear this today because a lot of time in crisis moment, we forget that God is our source. And let me just show you here while I close here. I close here. Uh, uh, one more time. What do I got? What do I got? Praise God. Amen. I got to get a, some time. Uh, you know what? I, I better stop here because I don't know where I'm at. Two minutes. Praise God. Two minutes. Thank you. I can do two minutes. Thank you. Thank you, timekeeper. I appreciate you, there. Praise God. Turn to women your Bibles to the book of uh, Jeremiah. Ah, that one go Jeremiah. Let's stop right here. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Come on. Let's stop right here. Let's stop right here. Let's stop right here. Let's stop right here. Somebody said, God is my source. Said people, things are resources. Therefore, I must treat people nice because God worked through people. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Come on. I never like to end a broadcast without giving people the opportunity to know Jesus. In other words, to become a part of the kingdom. Nicodemus asked Jesus, what should a man do to be saved in the kingdom of God? Then he told him, you must be born again. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. So we want to pray a prayer with you. If you pray this prayer and believe in your heart, the Bible says you will be saved. Just say this with me. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. He died for my sins and he was buried and you raised him from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. I'm born again. I'm saved by grace through faith in Jesus name. Amen. Ma'am or sir, if you said that prayer and you really believe it in your heart, why don't you inbox us, uh, call us, and we'll send you some information to help you with your Christian walk. Our phone number is 843-629-9710. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life, please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.